Well, the world don't move to a beat of just one drum. What might be right for you might not be right for some. It takes different strokes. It takes different strokes. It takes different strokes through the world. Oh, yeah. You know what that means, boys and girls? It's time for another episode of Geeksters. And welcome to episode 17 of the Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. And I'm your host, Sean. And tonight, well, we've got a lot of TV to talk about. Yes, we do. I think we should start off with our, you know, personal... Well, thing. let's get the small stuff out of the way. Okay. Okay, usually everyone knows who's a fan of the show, knows that I buy DVDs pretty much almost every Tuesday for new releases. Yes. Well, this week was no exception. To me, the big movies that came out were uh, End of Watch, which was a good movie. It's for drama. Jake Gyllenhaal's in it, and it's a cop thing. Right. Also, I an old movie called Paycheck with Ben Affleck cause I, and Uma Thurman, because I, I love that movie. And then uh, the other movie was called uh, For a Good Time Call, which I only saw the trailer for. Yes. It was about girls doing a phone sex thing, but it looked funny. It had, like, different people, like, other, like, famous people being, like, called in. So I saw one with uh, Seth Rogen as a guy in a stall calling. You know, <laughs> it looked really funny, so I was like, all right, I'm in. All right. Uh, so that was pretty much my big DVDs. Video games, there was nothing really as far as I was interested in, you know, in buying. So if I'm not interested in, neither should you be. <laughs> 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 That's how it works here, gangsters. If I'm, if we're not into it, you're not, not into it. it. <laughs> you got that, brother? <laughs> so now, TV wise, okay, we got two TV shows we need to talk about. First, yes. we'll start well, off three, really. Three. Yes. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, I guess. Well, I guess we'll get to the third because maybe I'm thinking a different show than you are. Yes. <laughs> so first, we'll start off with everyone's favorite catfish. Yes. Uh, Okay, I gotta be honest, this week's episode was kind of a eh episode for me. An eh episode? I mean, it was wacky enough to be, hey, kooky, because basically here it is. You got the guy and girl, they've been kind of talking to each other for like four years. Right. Now, the weird thing is, as if the show doesn't get any weirder, I think this is probably the one where everyone kind of goes, at the end of the episode, I was like, huh? <laughs> what? What? How the hell did that work out? Like, <laughs> no, I wanted I wanted to point out that we watched the the end of the show last week, and you saw a commercial up for the next show, the promo for the next show, and they were talking like it seemed like they finally going to have a happy ending episode. That you're finally like, yes, finally, this is all worth it. Because she was like, oh, I can't believe it's you. you oh see my me god, jumping up and down the background, you know, the kind of things. So you think this is it? This is going to be the episode. Oh nope. boy, talk about left hooks out of nowhere. Yes. Okay, well, first, the guy tells Neve that he meets this woman. We'll call it, you know, it's Ebony and uh, Rod. Rod, right. Rod. Right, but he's been using the uh, 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 assumed name of TJ. Well, I mean, that, that, or K, that, I'm sorry, KJ isn't. Right. You know, but the thing is, though, he met her on a, like, a meetup chat for gay, lesbian, transgender people. Right. And he was talking to Ebony. Yes. And she was basically, at the time, and I, you know, I know I'm setting up that I say at the time, that she was uh, transgender, a male being a woman. Correct. Which was okay for this guy, yes. apparently. So he was still talking to her, and this is going on for four years, back and forth. But again, she's under the assumption that he's going by... Whatever, KJ. KJ. Right. And the reality of it is, he tells me that he's been lying to this girl. It's, you know, he posted up his cousin's picture. Right. Which, I, if I was a cousin, I'd be kind of pissed off. Like, dude, you're putting, me, putting my picture on a gay, Trans- transgender, gay, lesbian hookup thing? What if I'm walking down the street? 
you know, going, oh, my God, I know you, <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> like, how come all these guys are talking to me for some reason? Right. <laughs> so he basically comes clean to Neve saying, I've been kind of lying to this girl. We've been talking for four years, and I like her. She likes me, but I still think she's hiding something from me. Right. They're like, okay, this is weird, but all right, you know, and they start doing a little... They, even before they got to do the, some of the research, they actually, which was, I thought was kind of odd, Rod was actually there during met, the research during part, one of the research yeah, persons. Yeah, the first time. And Ebony calls the guy, you know, mm-hmm. calls him, and there, and she's sassy female voice. You know, I'm fabulous. What are you wearing? I look cute tonight. Woo! You're like, yeah. and you're going, all right. She seems like a fun chick. Yeah. You know, she really nice, always upbeat kind of. I'll talk to you later, bye. And they're like, okay, well. Let's go, you know, let's go talk to her. And she did this, the typical reaction I thought most people would give, like that whole, like, okay, this is weird. Right. We'll get together when the time's right. Who are you to kind of force it upon us kind of deal? And I, I thought, like, okay, that's kind of like an average kind of thing. And, and she's like, well, there are a couple things I want to tell him, too. And you're like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> like, Big shock. Like, okay, well, all right, this should be good. So they agree. She agrees to have you know basically we might as well just have him come down because I think they kind of live in the same state. No, well, he, she lives in Georgia. He lives in Mississippi. Okay, but it was like a six and a half hour drive. Yeah, a six and a half hour drive to me is still doable. Right. Like as far as hey, let's meet. It's not like I need if I have to take a plane to meet somebody. That's more of a stretch than if I got to hop in the car and drive six hours. Right. I'm more likely as a person myself to kind of go hey, you want to meet up? But you're only six hours away. It's pfft. They're driving, big deal. Yeah. They pack up their car and they start driving, you know. <laughs> My version of road trip music. That's only because I can't think of moving right along and searching good times and bad times. Anyway, this flashback to the Muppet movie. <laughs> Ultimate road trip movie. <laughs> so they pull up to our house, they do the old knock on the door, and there she is, Ebony, in all her glory, right. in, all, in all her fabulousness. Yes. And she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe it's you. But at this point, she doesn't know that this guy's been lying to her. Right, like, like right. That the, that, I mean, obviously, I'm assuming that the picture of his cousin looks similar to him. Cause, but his, well, he was cut. I mean, well, yeah, he pictures. was thin. But again, I mean, if I showed you a picture of me in high school or when I was younger, I would look a lot thinner than I do now. Right. So you can kind of give that little, all right, so they're not as good, they're not as ripped as they once were. Right. Because they're older kind of deal. So, she, But she's like completely like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, I'm like, I can't believe you're here. Like, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> So they cart her in, you know, they go into the house, and, and he basically says, I got shit to tell you. <laughs> uh, number one, um, my name's not KJ, it's Ron. Rod. 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 Excuse me, Rod. And she's like, okay. <laughs> Second, that obviously you can tell is not me on the picture, it's my cousin. Right. And you can tell she's like, all right. <laughs> like, okay. Just getting, now it's her. Like, it's almost like creep mode's coming in. Like, yeah. Yeah, you can see in her face. You can see it in her face, and then... Storms she, off. She she storms off for a minute. You know, like I think it was just like a minute or two. I think right. to kind of like collect herself because she was kind of pissed because she was on this guy for four years and it's not. She even well, said that's the thing. She was saying for four years you could have told me the truth and all that time. Right. I mean, as a, as a, the more it went on this relationship, you just kept that up that you were KJ and you were at this this rip guy and this is your name's Rod and you're, this is you. You know. So yeah. She was a little upset by that. But then she comes back, and you're like, right. okay, you know what? She calmed down. She needed a moment to collect herself, you know, make pretend, you know, know she's 
fa- the fabulous woman and she sees in the mirror or whatever. But I was going through her head and she's like, well, okay, I kind of, like, and she kind of pulled, I thought it was a cute move. The, uh, I don't know, actually, Maddie, I don't, I don't know if I can forgive you. Okay, I forgive you. Like, it, <laughs> she did let it roll off her back a lot quicker than, than yeah. I think most people. And again, and I, when I was chuckling, I'm like, all right, cool chick. You know, right. she's like, yeah. well, now I have something to tell you. She's, uh, number one, I have a daughter. Yes. And uh, 11, 11-year-old daughter. 11-year-old daughter. And you're like, okay, but then you start thinking, wait a second. If she's got an 11-year-old daughter and she's transgender, all right, well, I mean, you figure maybe she just recently, like, whatever the whatever the case was. Right. And, oh, by the way, here's the kicker. She says, I'm not transgender. I'm 100% woman. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> now... As a guy, if I'm having a four-year relationship, you know, and apparently he was faithful to her, too. Right. You know, kind of, you know, if she, and he's kind of questioning his sexuality, I think, at this point. Like, Mm -hmm. because he was into her, even though she said she was transgender, but he's not really sure, he's never really swayed the gay way. Right. You know, we might say bi-curious kind of thing. Well, if I was a guy and some chick goes, uh, oh, by the way, I'm 100% woman, I'd be like... Thank you. you. The penis would be just going, yes. (laughs) 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 We tone the balls. Ooh, that was a close one, boys. (laughs) (laughs) But so she figures, okay, but that's it. You know, like, you know, she was basically just kind of posing to be, you know, she, and well, the thing was, she's actually a lesbian. Right. She's, you know, this rod would be her, technically her first boyfriend ever. Yes. Like, you know, for, and then I'm, as a guy, I'd be like, yes, I'm going in there. It'd be like Neil Armstrong landing on the moon. Yeah. Like, you know, no man has gone before. Hello, people. From Neil Armstrong to Austin. This $6 million man. Well, you know, you. You know, the bionic penis. The bionic penis. Be like, hey man, what's up? <laughs> wow, no, it'd be like it'd be like walking into like almost like you know, when you buy a brand new house yeah. and all the rooms are bare and there's nothing on them. You figure it's kind of like that. You'll walk into an empty room, going the things I can do with this room. Like you know, <laughs> I was thinking of the first snow. Like you know, nobody's, nobody's, yeah. nobody's walked on the snow. It's that fresh that, pile of snow. Yeah, there. And you just want to jump in there and start making snow angels. Going yep. woohoo, woohoo. <laughs> Making a big snowman, you know, kind of, kind of thing. So you're like, okay, well, that's that's great. You're like, yeah. okay, all right, you're figuring, all right, here we go. Like, we got this connection going. But the guy is still, I'm going to say, kind of pissed. Yeah. Like, not pissed, but kind of like, oh, you're a woman? Gosh darn it. Like, <laughs> like uh, all right, so now I'm starting to, like, because even ne- Nev and even Max were kind of like, well, maybe the guy's gay and he doesn't really know it yet. Or right. or maybe he's bi-curious kind of thing. And you're like, well, whatever. Like, just be good. Right. So then, uh, you know, you're figuring, all right. But he's kind of, like, down about it. Yeah. And then they get to the car and you kind of see his, like, droopy dog kind of look, look on his face like, oh, man, she's a chick. You know, kind of. <laughs> and... And then he turns to Neve and, and basically says, which to me was another shocker. Like, well, that actually happened after the because he wanted to go back and collect his thoughts. Is what he what he said. He wanted to to go and go back. I thought that was in the car, but okay. No, no, that was that was on the way. No, maybe it was. Yeah, it was. It was, it was like right after. The, yeah. He's like, okay, you know, because Neve was like, okay, you know what? It was a big day. He's thinking it's a win. We're gonna go back to the hotel. We're gonna relax. Come back tomorrow. And she was like, you come back tomorrow. They're like, oh yeah, we'll be back tomorrow. Yeah, kind of thing. And as soon as they get in the car, and the guy's kind of just got this dumb, glassy-eyed look in his face going, huh? Like, 
still a little confused. I mean, forgetting the fact that she's number one, a hundred percent woman, right? Still into him, yes, and never had a guy before. Like you know, like this is going to be her first real heterosexual relationship. Yes. Then I, maybe maybe that's the part where he cracked because <laughs> I don't think he was actually. I don't know if he was physically attracted to her or not, or he was let down because it, he, she was not. No, the thing is that the pictures that she showed him were her. Yeah, were all her. She was 100% honest with it as far yeah. as, you know, looks, right. looks and goes. So he knew what he was getting into. So you can't understand where that switch is. Like, how come you're not happier? Like, right. Well, then he tells me even the car. Well, uh, one of the reasons why I think I was talking to her for so long was the fact that she was actually sending him money. <laughs> and you're going, what? what? Yes. Like, I mean, apparently, like... Uh, you know, he was having problems with her cell phone bill, so she'd send him money. And I'm like, well, where can I sign up for this chick? <laughs> like, <you know? laughs> like, I mean, I don't have many bills, but if you want to send me a check every once in a while, I'll be happy. Like, <laughs> I was just like, so even Neve and Max were like, what the hell did we just get ourselves into? It was kind of like, I was like, oh, this is something, this is something you weren't expecting, boys. Right. And you kind of was like, oh, now I start. Now, now this guy winds up being like, like a scumbag almost. Yeah, yeah. And it just felt like so you were just using this chick and talking to her just to pay yourself, just to bill. pay your bills. And then you're not really sure if you're attracted to her now because you know she's more woman than man. Like, <laughs> dude, you got a lot of shit you need to settle into first before you can actually start talking to anybody right. <laughs> if you're going to be gay that's perfectly fine right. at least kind of accept that and own it if you're still curious then you know i can understand that point too trying to figure out who you are mm-hmm. i can understand that point and if you're not into that at all then you just go you know what i it's i met her we're still friends blah 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 and you keep all that money shit on the down low yeah like you didn't have to say that i think i think at this point he just wanted to say it to get caught almost I think he wanted to come clean for it. Cause Pro- like, probably. It was probably yeah. weighing on his on his soul at yeah. some point. So they're like, okay, well, you need to tell her that. Right. You know, because here's a woman who's really into you. And, well, let's go back to the hotel, sleep on it, and we'll get up next day, you know, and, and we'll talk about it. <laughs> now, my impression when that happened, like, I thought he was in the, the next plane back to Mississippi. <laughs> the next bus or whatever, just to get the, out of town. <laughs> what do you think? That he was just going to disappear when yeah. that Neve got him? Yeah. Nah, I kind of expected him to ride it out but as soon as uh, Neve and Max were alone they were like holy shit what the hell's going on <laughs> okay we well, obviously is he didn't seem happy about the fact that she was 100% woman which okay fine but the bills thing holy crap it was right. like oh this guy really needs to become clean with this girl right so the next day they come and you're like you're ready to go back and we think you should here's your chance to be honest with her, 100% honest, and tell her these things, and we're obviously here for you to support you. Right. It's okay to do this, that yeah. kind of deal. Mm-hmm. So the guy goes in, and she's all all happy to see him again. Right. Wants to sit down on the sofa to talk to her. Right. And basically says, uh, yeah, um, in the easiest terms, I was basically talking to you because you were paying my bills. <laughs> 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 but I still want to be friends. <laughs> like, and and the girl, I mean, even she was like, wait, what? She's like, okay, I know I lied to you. It was a small, it was a big lie, but kind of a small lie compared to what you just hit me with. Yeah. And she's like, you you came in here looking for all this, but now you got nothing. <laughs> and I was like, that's right. You tell them. You tell them. You know? I was waiting for the head to start shaking. Mm-hmm. You ain't getting none of this, boy. Mm. You know? 
And then as soon as he said it, I was like, okay, we well, you know that. You know, you know right away two things. She's going to kill him. <laughs> and she's never going to trust another man her rest of her life. Yeah. Like you went, you just closed that vagina, the JJ down. <laughs> down. <laughs> you see this? None of this. <laughs> just her standing up, grabbing her crotch. None of this. <laughs> you could have had all this, but now, uh, none. <laughs> This is on lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like so she obviously she gets pissed. Yeah. And you know he goes he goes snooping back off to the car do 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 do. And I think the reality of the fact is going shit now I got no one to pay my bills. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I think he's down the dump with yeah, the like, car. <laughs> I got no one paying my bills now. What the hell am I gonna do with my phone? You know. Like, <laughs> Eve is kind of like, I don't think he was surprised at all that it went the way it went. <laughs> yeah. But he felt like he needed to talk to her to get her side of the story, right. you know, and to kind of, basically, Neve is the ultimate helpless romantic, mm-hmm. where he always tries to find the good in people and to find a way that even though this is all happening, there's, you still have this connection as people right. kind of thing, which I think is nice for the show, but sometimes I just want to smack him in the back of the head <laughs> going, would you wake up? You're the only guy thinking this. <laughs> You know, I just want to just like, come on, dude, really? <laughs> like, I, I like, I, I'm the hopeful person. Like, right away, I believe everybody's just going to do the shitty thing. Right. Like, you're going to be a dick. It's human nature. I think you're. It's easier to do nothing than to do something. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm always hopeful that maybe someone will surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> but when it doesn't happen, I'm like, yeah. Well, what did you expect? Like, <laughs> especially when it comes to my own catfish experiences. Right. You know, so it's just like, ah, oh, Neve, go ahead, try, try to, try to make a show out of this. Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, make it work, dude. <laughs> Whip your magic. So he goes in, talks to her, and she obviously is still pissed off, but again, rightly so. Well, I think though, like that part of it's more of like kind of MTV going. We really need to get her side of the story, even though it's not a happy ending. We still need, you know, we're still we need only a conclusion. one side. We need a conclusion from her. But I also think too that at this point now, I think he kind of realizes that he does want that. Again, because it does make for a better show. Right. But I think he, in, in Neve's head, that he wants to try to find this, you know, like, he basically said it, like, you talked to this guy for four years, and if it really was just about him, you paying his bills, would he have come down here? Would he have been talking to you for four years? Right. You know, I mean, apparently she was having her own problems because she had cancer, and then she basically told the whole story of, like, when she was in bed with cancer, she went to some, just someone to talk to, so she went on these sites... Right. You know, just to talk to somebody, just for a friend, because obviously she's never been attracted to men. So when they first met, she kind of, yeah, she was lying about the transgender thing. But again, she wasn't looking for romance. Right. This happened over the course of four years that she finally was like, you know, I think I'll give up the, the JJ to the man. Like, right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know, so you figure... Which is ironic because you figure she had at least have one in her because she was just got an eleven year old daughter. It could be adopted. It could be adopted, but you know, like, yeah, I guess at that point, really, not really matters semantics at this point. <laughs> Either that or Jesus's kid. <laughs> when it comes to baby Bubba, Ebony, you're the only mother. <laughs> so, so she basically kind of says, you know, I, I was just talking to him at the beginning as a friendship. You know, kind of thing, and it grew into more. Eh, you know, you're like, kind of sucks for her because she was looking for more. She was happy. 
with the guy, even though she wasn't, even though he lied to her. Right. It wasn't until he hit the hit her with the. I was only I'm only your friend because you were paying my shit. You right. know. Right. <laughs> kind of it was like ah, uh, again makes a makes a lot of guys look bad. Yeah. You know, kind of like dude, you were just using her for her money. Come right. on. Well, but see, you know, she did that didn't really bother her too much when she was talking to Neve about it because. She was doing that because she wanted somebody to talk to. Right, and I was thinking she didn't have. She said she like she said she didn't have many friends. So for right. her, it was, you know, you know, granted, I have to pay this guy's phone bill to to, to talk to him. Well, I, but he's there for me. He was there every day for me. Yeah, I think I think that that's kind of like what it comes down to. I think that like because I'm doing this as your friend to help you because of all the things you've done for me. Right. It's like paying it forward. Like I'm the same. I'm the same way. Mm-hmm. I'm generous with my friends because. That's the kind of person I am. I don't look for, I don't expect or look for anything. You know, so if something comes back my way, I'm, I'm appreciative. But like if, if I had my last $10 and someone needed it, one of my friends, yeah. I, I go, here, here's my last $10. Oh, okay. Because to me, that's just, just the right thing to do. Right. It's always harder to do the right thing than, than to ignore something. Right. So I think that her soul as a person is just a genuinely nice, sweet woman who was like, look, you're having problems. Let me help you because you're, you've been there for me. Right. It's kind of like a betrayal on her part, you know, because it's like I was doing these things out of the kindness of my heart because you were there for me and all those things I told you were true. And then I turn, then I turn around and find out that you were only listening to me because I paid your phone bill. <laughs> like, yeah, eh. that was bad. So he, they drive back to Mississippi mm-hmm. and, you know, they do the whole, it's a month later. Doo, doo, doo. <laughs> uh, they first talk to him. Yeah, yeah. They first they talk yeah. to him. He obviously isn't online looking for dates. Right. Uh, he still isn't dating anybody. Cause I still think he's in that gender confused mode. Right. That bi curious thing, and I don't think he's willing to go the full distance. Right. Um, I think he's kind of hoping that it falls on him. Like, <laughs> oh, gee, honey, uh, while you're down there, oh, you have a penis? Oh, I'm not gonna complain. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So they go talk to her, and she's you know all fabulous and all that stuff, all right. and she obviously isn't going online looking for dates. And she has a girlfriend. Yep. And you knew that was going to happen. Because, mm-hmm. like, there, she was personable and sweet enough not to be one of those women that kind of was just going to... Stop. Cur- right. Stop. She just went, I can't trust a penis, so I'm oh, going back oh, to women. Oh. <laughs> like, you know? Because <laughs> I had a feeling she probably had a couple girls lined up to start off with if things didn't work out with this guy. You know, she probably went to her local bar, drowned her sorrows, cried in one of her girlfriend's arms, and next you know, boom, chicka, boom, boom, I got my girlfriend again. That kind of thing. So, you know, in next week's episode looks kind of good. Again, it looks like a guy, you know, I kind of was vaguely, I felt, felt like it was going to be like one of those moments where I think I'm talking to a girl, but it actually turns out to be a guy. Yeah. Actually, no, I think it was two guys this time. That's right, it was two guys. Yes, it's two guys. Guy talking to another guy, and I'm like, what's the catfish there? Right. Like, he's going to be straight? Like, <laughs> like, like this is already good. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm invested again. So, that's our catfish roundup for the week. <laughs> <laughs> now, the next show is, I'm hoping that everybody who's listening to this has at least watched, it just started. It should be watching the show. If you're not, then you're not really a geek. <laughs> <laughs> Then shut off the show now, or at least, you know what, fast forward for like another 15, 20 minutes, maybe more, and then, you know, we'll get past this. But it's a TBS show, King of the Geeks. King of the Nerds. King of the Nerds. I always get that. <laughs> King of the Geeks sounds better. Maybe because it's our show, Geeksters. The King of the... Cause I figure, you know, whoever wins, I'll, I'll send them a sash and say, King of the Geeksters. The premise of the show, though, is uh, it, the series follows uh, 11 contestants as they complete various tasks in order to win a grand prize of $100,000. 
Yeah, yeah. So basically, it's your <laughs> standard issue reality show. And to be crowned king, king of the nerd of them all, worthy to sit on the throne of games. I guess it's the pun of uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just more like giving that look of you had to read the actual synopsis. You couldn't have like paraphrased that in your own words. I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm still working on this. <laughs> I'm not a free speaker like you are. <laughs> hey, man. Don't come down on me. Well, so so basically, the first episodes they have the eleven people, right? You know, and I personally I knew about the show, but I didn't know who was hosting the show. So when I saw Booger and whatever Keith Carradine's character's name is come walking out, I was like, "Hey, it's it's Herbert Viola from Moonlighting," like because <laughs> that's how I know Booger. Like, <laughs> so you know they have the eleven, and and now as far as the the eleven contestants go, yes, a couple of them are already getting on my nerves. <laughs> How are they going to on your nerves? Let's, let's, uh, uh, okay, let's well, approach that one. Okay, well, first there's the hacker guy. What's his name? His name's Virgil. Virgil. Annoys the hell out of me. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to bet he's got like some sort of a... Con- uh, if he's if he's not attached to a computer hacking something, he's hacking up little puppies on the, uh, behind, the, behind the house. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, his personality type to me is... is He's not. He's Rain Man esque. Right. Yes. Yes. I want to hack this computer. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. I'm a geek. I'm a nerd. Yeah, yes. Yes. He, he shook it. He shook back and forth. And, and he's got those eyes that kind of wander around like he's like. <laughs> so you know, I mean, granted, you know, I, I, I want to see if he does any computer skills on the show. So that'd be kind of interesting to see. But his personality is tough. It's very abrasive. It's very abrasive. I, I mean, I don't know where they they screen these people, but. Some people I do think are are kind of plants, like I think they kind of crank up the geek factor. Right. But then some of them I think are just really kind of bizarre characters. They went, oh well, he's he's kind of a stereotypical nerd. Yes. So let's get him on the show. Poke the stick at the animal, kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now uh, the uh, now I'm glad you have the list because I am so bad <laughs> with names. The guy who is the blogger. That has like comic and movie geek kind of thing, basically one of us, <laughs> Joshua. Joshua. He's a comics and gaming nerd, is what uh, they describe him as. Yeah, he needs to be you know killed. <laughs> I just don't like him. He's just something about him. He seems a little shady. I, I, think, I just uh, you know, he I, don't know. I think he's just on the show just to get like publicity for his shit. Show, right. Yeah, I agree. It'd be like us going on wearing a Geeksters t-shirt going, Hi, I'm a geek. I'm a nerd. You know, Superman is way cooler. Wow, that's pretty bad from you. No, but uh, actually, if you if you went through the uh, Wikipedia page on... The, on uh, Say, okay, folks, I don't do any research. Ed's the research guy. He actually has a link. And he's a part of a comedy team, so that makes me think. Oh yeah, set show. up right plant. Yeah. <laughs> now, <laughs> that, go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. I was just going to give some of the characters. Yeah, you give. Yeah, it's better off that way. And then we have Elena. She's the comic book nerd. Uh, no, no. Let's 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 narrow that down. The Batman nerd. Right. <laughs> now, Brandon, he's a neuroscientist. Whoa, whoa! You don't just skip over oh, Batman. The Batman nerd. Oh, without deeper into it. Okay. Yeah. All right. All she knows is Batman. She was the girl in the first episode that basically had to pick between what team won. Well, she, here's, she, here's the thing. Because I thought this was the neatest part about the whole show to me. All right. Okay. They, they picked two captains. 
and basically the captains picked their next two people that they would be part of their teams. Right. And what they were doing, how they were picking them was they were pouring, looked like paint, but it was actually cornstarch and some food coloring. <laughs> it, it was but basically I, tagging them. Right, just yeah. tagging them. One was Team Orange and one was Team Blue. Right. They were going back and forth picking each one. Now, of course, before that happened, they had two hours to get to know everybody. Right. So that way they could pick their teams, figure out their, their skills, yeah. their strengths, their weaknesses, that kind of thing. And uh, so she was actually the last one because it was even number of teams. Wow, way to, way to build that up. <laughs> and she was not picked. But, you know, you got to do it this way. You know how when you're in school and you're picking for dodgeball or for kickball and you go, I want you, I want you, I want you. What is the one kid's biggest fear? Not to get picked. Be picked last. You never want to be picked last. You hope that somebody likes you just enough to pick you before last. Right. So you're sitting there building it up, going, I want you, I want you, I want you, I want you. And you're and as that line's getting shorter and shorter, you as a kid's getting that anxiety going, Please pick me, please pick me, please pick me, right. please don't pick me last, don't pick me last, don't pick me last. So now it's Alina and Danielle mm-hmm. who I am pushing for my lead. She's my girl. <laughs> we'll get to her later. <laughs> It's the two of them. I'm going, wow, it's got to be suck. I mean, to be the last geek, the last nerd picked in it from a bunch of nerds. Yeah. How bad you got to be yeah. as a nerd? If Even nerds are going, oh, I don't want her. <laughs> so, it comes, so it comes down to, and, you know, they obviously they picked Danielle. So Elena's standing there going, I'm the last of the geek nerds. Right. And she thought she was going to leave the show, yeah. basically. Yeah, they thought she was going to leave the show, but oh no, it's a there's a twist. Yes. Dun, dun, dun. And that twist is, Ed? That she got to pick which was the stronger team. Yes. And which I thought was like, because she was the, she was the last one picked, she has all the power. <laughs> and I do think that Danielle, like as soon as Danielle got picked, like kind of last, mm-hmm. and leaving Elena out in the cold, right. she turned to her. And hugged her and said, it doesn't matter, you're still one of us. And kind of covered her with orange paint. Right. Like, you know, rubbed the paint off of her and put it on her. Yeah. Which I thought was nice and sweet. And then they cut to the like the little, you know, thing. And Daniel was like, I did it, hopefully, to give me good karma. Because, you know, and sure as shit, it worked. Because yeah. Elena did go and say that Danielle's team, the blue team, was... I'm sorry, the orange team was the stronger of the two teams. teams. Right. So, so that team got immunity as well as Elena. Right. No, because Elena went over to the blue team. She got immunity because of that. Oh, she got immunity that time, but she also was now part of the blue team, even right. though she picked the orange team. Correct. You're st- you're going in with like the orange team of being you know five people and the blue team going in orange, you know, of eleven uh, six people. people. Right. My math was real bad right there, <laughs> but the, of course you know as in the end of the show there's a challenge. A nerd off. A nerd off, and this nerd off was chess. <laughs> Which we'll get to that. Now, let's go through like like I'm gonna be honest. A lot of these people I'm not really interested in. There's a handful of people like I, Ivan's a good person, uh, interesting character. Yes, he was a role role playing game designer. Yes, but if you look at him closely, he reminds me of the comic book store owner from Big Bang Theory, <laughs> Stewart. Stewart. He looks exactly like you could see a little Stewart in him. Yes. So you know, I, mean, I like him. Elena, I'm sorry. All she's got is Batman. Right. You know, but here's the thing is, for the for the particular chess challenge, she, of course, was chess champion almost, or she took chess, she was in the chess club right. for pretty much her whole school <laughs> for the entire time she was in school. So right. you know right away, like, okay, well, she knows how to kick ass in chess. Yeah. Then you have the heavy metal 
nerd. What was his name? The guy with the pink hair? John. John. He's kind of like the, I'm a nerd, but I, I rock out. Woo! Okay. All right. You know. He's claimed the fame. He's the mathematician. Oh, all right. Gotcha. I don't want to go through everybody because right. you know, people, people, you really need to watch the show. Show right. Yeah, you know, pick up your characters just when you pick see your character. Pick your characters. Like my personal favorite is Danielle. <laughs> I mean, okay, one, it's my sister's name is Danielle, so I kind of got to go with anybody who's a name of somebody that I'm, I'm, you know, close to. Like my sister, got to go with Danielle. But she's also adorably cute. <laughs> and I'm not just looking at a guy like that pervy, like oh, she's. I'm not talking like oh, I want to do things to her. It's more like the I want to take her home, throw her in a, a shelf. And cover her with a blanket and just kind of take care of her. Because she's so adorably cute with the pink hair. Kind of like, yeah, I'm a nerd. Like After she got, when they were getting ready to do the, the nerd off. Right. And she yells something in Orcish. Yes. And she yells it out. And she goes, "If you, for those who don't know, that was Orcish and translated. And it was, I almost felt like her going, it was Orcish, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> She was just so adorable. I was like, I love her. She's just kind of like the little mascot. She'd be my personal mascot. <laughs> so they, of course, uh, the orange team had to pick one, and then the blue team had to pick one, two, two people that had to be a part of the nerd off. No. Yes. Are we watching the same show? No, dude, no. Yes, we are, but there was the same two people in the same blue team. Right. Yeah, it wasn't the one team each. It was no one. From, one of the orange team had to pick a blue. Oh, member. Oh right, one of the blue, blue members had to pick one of the blue members. Right. Gotcha. All right, because I'm sitting there going, it wasn't like the orange team had to pick their guy, their no. best guy. It was who they had to pick. Right. So they picked the heavy metal dude. Right. Yeah, that was uh, of course John. John, and then the, the he was a geophysicist. His name was Hendrick. Hendrick. Yeah. Hendrick. <laughs> he was a. He kind of reminded me of. I'm going to say, if I had to associate him with some sort of character, McLovin from Superman. Yeah. He kind of had yeah. that kind of attitude, like that nerdy, like, <laughs> I'm McLovin <laughs> kind of thing. And that's kind of the vibe he kind of gave me. Right. And he put himself up, too, which I thought was kind of yeah. odd. Because he wanted to just be challenged or he figured he what the hell. If he were easy enough that he would be able to win it. Right. No problem. I kind of think it was an easy challenge because it was the first one. Which, okay, you know what? Logically, it's not bad. Here's the problem, though. <laughs> this cracks me up. It's that, it's that you got a bunch of really smart people because you have Mo, uh, right. Moo, Moo, actually. She's works for NASA. She's a NASA engineer, yep. All right. Then, name off, just, just toss me out some names of what they do. Okay, well, of course... Uh, what, did, what does Danielle do? Danielle was a video game blogger. Okay, so basically she's got a YouTube channel that says, okay, I play this video game and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> then you have the Asian uh, video gamer. Yes, uh, that was Celeste. Okay. She's a programmer is what's, what her thing is. So she goes to competitions and wins money to play these <laughs> And I gotta and say, it, it's, the show is ripe with stereotypes. Because <laughs> she's Asian <laughs> And she creates, she's a game designer. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan, the role-playing game creator, looks exactly like how you expect one of those guys to look. <laughs> I mean, it, that's what I find it funny, like how, like, how the, the nerd stereotypes are right there in front of you. Yeah. Like, there's no, the, the hacker guy, uh, what's his name? Virgil. Virgil. He looks like a hacker guy, kind of glassy-eyed, and as soon as the light hits him, he's like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. Like, <laughs> light, ah! Yeah. Like, if he's not in front of a computer screen, he doesn't know how to interact with human beings. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny if you think about it, because Virgil was uh, was almost it's almost similar to V'ger from the first Star Trek movie. 
Yeah, no personality. No personality, <laughs> nothing but information. <Yeah>. Glassy-eyed. <laughs> All right, who else we got there? Well, we got Genevieve. She was the other captain. She was the captain of the you know, kind of. I liked her. Yeah, she's a fantasy writer. Oh, okay, so basically she writes porn. Geek porn. Basically like Fifty Shades of Grey. If anybody who's <laughs> ever read that, who knows anything about that, that was fan fiction from Twilight. <sighs> Which, you know, sure women won't women won't watch porn, but read the fuck out of it. <laughs> so, so it's basically like, oh, what if Superman was Boink and Lois Lane? Kind of like she probably writes fan fiction like that. Like, what if Batman and Robin were gay? It would go something like this, you know. All right, who we got next? Uh, Brandon. He's a uh, neuroscientist. Brain doctor. Yeah. Well, not really. He was the guy that, that got kicked off. No, it was Hendrick. Hendrick lost the chess match. <laughs> oh, oh I, okay. Because they're both from Maine, so that's what from me. Uh-huh. Sorry. Would you like to apologize to our yes, listening I'll, audience? I'll, I'll, I'll apologize to those downs. I am sorry, listening audience, that I made a mistake. Whoosh! <laughs> <laughs> Not the first time I made a mistake, but the uh, first time I'd apologize. For and it won't be the last. <laughs> All right, so he's the he's the yeah he's again. There, there was nothing really special about him to even kind of poke fun at. <laughs> the thing is, that's the list. That's the list. <laughs> yeah, All right, the, you know. I, okay, now let's go with uh, Elena, the back the Batman chick. Yeah. All right, I'm all for loving Batman. If you love Batman, I'm, I'm behind you 100%. Right. Love Batman, too. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't really qualify you to be on that show. I mean, even she really? admitted it. Just because you love one character enough to be able to sit there and go, yeah, I'm a nerd because of that. I, like, okay, what do you got? The Batman quiz? Okay, you'll be top You'll be top of your class there. Right. But what about, like, math? <laughs> no, unless it's uh, Batman has 12 Batarangs on him. And he shows three at the Joker. How many Batarangs does he have left? She might know that. <laughs> well, you know, technically he wouldn't throw Batarangs at the Joker because he knows it would just grounds off, so he'd probably use his Bat Bolo thingy or, you know. <laughs> he'd, he'd try really hard to capture him, so he would make sure that he would use his little thing that he goes <laughs> Thing. Everybody that's seen the Batman animated show knows that what knows what means. The grappling gun. Yes, the grappling gun. He would use the grappling gun so he can hold on to the thing. Yeah, the thing. I'm telling you, that's how it sounds. That's how it sounds of the animated show. I, I know. So you knew what I was talking about. So the audience would know what I'm talking about. I'm just I'm just catching them up. Oh, it's, oh it's the Joker. I know what I'll do. End scene. You know exactly what just happened. <laughs> that was my Batman voice. What do you think? Okay, you Joker. <laughs> Chris, not like <laughs> not the Christian Bale. It's more like the you know like the, the traditional Batman voice. <laughs> traditional Batman. The traditional Batman voice. I mean, it could be. Let's go, Robin. It's the 60s Batman, but, you know, I don't know many people know the 60s Batman. The Adam West version of Batman. Unless who you're... Who doesn't know the Adam West? There could be somebody listening out there who's like 15, 16, which you shouldn't be listening to the show because it's adult language. So, if, if anyone asks, you're 18. 
But there's probably Thanks some. Thanks for clarifying that one. <laughs> there could be somebody in their early 20s who don't know. I mean, okay, they probably have heard of the 60s Adam West Batman. Yeah. But if you mention Adam West, they're going to go, oh, Mayor Adam West from Family Guy. Yeah. So true. they're not really yeah. going to know the Batman. He, he was Batman at one point. So <laughs> That's right. Adam West from Family Guy was the 60s Batman. Yes. <laughs> Let's go, Robin! <laughs> Then you have the animated series with, uh, what's his face, uh, Kevin... Conroy. Kevin Conroy. He kind of sounds like this. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm Batman. Does that, but then, but then when he's Bruce Wayne, he kind of talks like this. Hi, everybody, I'm Bruce Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> not even close. I know, not even close. <laughs> I'll work on it. But, you know, he does that gravelly voice for Batman. You know? <laughs> but then, you know, then you go into the Michael Keaton Batman. Yeah. But he didn't change his voice really. He kind of talked a little deeper. Right. It was still him. wasn't Christian Bale. Was it wasn't Christian Bale like I am I'm Bruce Wayne? <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like a grumpy old man. He could play Scrooge. What is it, boy? But I just don't find it as a skill, like as a nerd skill. Yeah. I, I, well, she, I mean, if if she said she was. More in the comics, like besides just Batman, like she liked you know Flash and Green Lantern, and she liked X Men and weakest Wolverine. link out of the whole crew. Yeah, no, she, 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 I'm, these nerds should pounce on her and just eat her alive. Just, I, I won't be surprised if she's gone in the next show, especially because of the challenge at the end with the chess game, mm-hmm. because you had. Um, Hard, Hardwick or whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> it was Virgil and uh, Hendrick. Virgil and Hendrick. No, I'm sorry. No, sorry. No, no, no. I apologize again. All yeah, okay, now, folks, I want you to also know, too, that he has notes on this. <laughs> and he's still getting it wrong. I don't have pictures. <laughs> <laughs> the pictures help. Pictures with big words. Virgil. <laughs> Virgil was the alternate. Well, okay. But, sorry. Get to the two contestants at the final end. It was Hendrick and John. Right. Now, Hendrick and John, what they were playing chess to each other. Now, they had to bring with them or choose... Basically, a consultant. Right. Someone to help them with moves. Yes. Hendrick brought Brought. Elena. Correct. Because she said she played chess, so she was teaching, not really teaching them, but kind of more along the lines of strategy-wise. Yes. Because everyone, of course, knows how to play chess there. Right. (laughs) I think it's a prerequisite. Yeah, I think it was a prerequisite. I mean, I I know how to play chess. (laughs) So do I. Right. So... (laughs) It, because, again, it was only something you really could do that was, you know, sports-related <laughs> for some people. I was involved in some sports. <laughs> Hockey was my game. So uh, so then, and then Hendrick got Virgil. Correct. To help him. No, no, no. no Hendrick got Elena, and it was the other John guy. John who got Virgil. Virgil. Now, um, John didn't really use Virgil too much at all. No. He, sat down and played it all because they had computers there which right. I thought was really cool like it's like wow they have internet access why wouldn't they well usually they those shows they yeah but when you do I, I think when you're dealing with the nerd culture you want to have them access to one of their key forms of information it, don't get me wrong it's probably limited they probably can't go on Facebook and they probably can't do they're probably designated to certain sites yeah you know that way and you know I mean let's be honest I, I think that even if they did have access to the internet I do think that these guys would still try to play fair. Right. Because they did seem to come across as a bunch of decent people. Mm-hmm. Nerdy, sure. But I think if you gave them a set of rules, because some of these people really do just ooze nerdness. Right. 
There is no way they could walk into a room and not someone go, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so there's just, there's just like, you and I could pass, kind of. I'm wearing a suit. You would never go, nerd. But as soon as I start talking about something, yeah. You know, if I'm out in the street, like right now I'm wearing a Black Knight reliable bridge security. Anybody knows who the Black Knight is from Mighty Python and, and what do you call it? The Holy Grail. Yes. They go, okay, nerd. Right. You know, for some reason. But I like it. So screw you people. <laughs> Which was a shirt bought by Jinx. But we'll get to that later on in the show. Sure. Anyway. <laughs> so you figure there's these Hendrick. Right. Hendrick? <laughs> His Aryan name person. And Elena, the bat geek. You know, with, with the chess background, with the chess backgrounds, going against the heavy metal dude and the hacker. Right. So you figure, okay, going in, you kind of know which way this might lean. Mm-hmm. You know, but in a twist, Henrik makes a mistake and gets booted off the show. Right. And basically, he loses the well, match. I also like to paint the picture of the actual chess match. It wasn't just a table and these two guys sat there. And <laughs> well, of course, and not. they. <laughs> you're okay. I'm sorry. You're right. Paint the picture. <laughs> so. It's a life-size board, and they have a cosplayer girl. Very hot. Very hot, pigtails, pink, big boobs, wearing kind of like a bustier kind of thing, so you can see the cleavage nice and clear. And every geek guy was like, look, a girl. (laughs) (laughs) But to make sure the show wasn't sexist, they had a gladiator dude who was buff. Shirtless. Shirtless. Right out of 300. Right. (laughs) And now what, what their jobs were is if they would do like, okay, I want the, you know, basically the grid for the chess piece, like B1, basically battle, uh, if anybody who's ever played Battleship. Right. Like B7. Hey, you think my Battleship? <laughs> <laughs> they had kind of had it like that. So instead of saying, okay, I want the queen to go here, it would say queen to B5. Right. So that way the girl would wiggle over, pick up the piece. And walk move. over and move it, you know. Right. But the pieces were about her height, like you know, like five foot maybe. Yeah. And then if whenever a piece got captured, she'd take the piece off to this like pedestal where the gladiator guy with a sword would hack at it, and it would, this big red confetti would come out like 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 blood kind right. of thing. Like ooh, look at us. <laughs> so they, they they were doing that, but the thing is, is that Hendrick loses. Right. You figure, oh my goodness, the that's why I think she's definitely dead meat because. You were supposed to be the key f- point in the chess game. Right. We used, he picked you because of your knowledge, and you lost the game for him. Right. Now I want to talk about the challenge just for a second. Okay. <clears throat> okay. The, the challenge was chess. Yes. Now, okay, I understand this is king of nerds. Right. But really, as a challenge, you're going to give him that. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, give him a real challenge. Okay, nerds, your challenge for today is pick up a girl. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, nerds, locate the clitoris. <laughs> no, 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 you can't use the internet. Oh, go. <laughs> no, you can't ask the girls. <laughs> oh, man. Come on. And ladies, go pick up a guy. Go. <laughs> you need a phone number. A real phone number. <laughs> I got five. A real phone number. You know, I mean, you only have a half hour to do it in. Yeah. Go. Go. 
You know, and you know, like for the guys, it'd be like twenty minutes, just kind of standing near the wall, going, "I'm, I'm rocking, Walk, rocking. Fucking, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do." Uh, uh, anybody here like Batman? Uh, uh. <laughs> Lane is like, "I do." Not you. You count. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> you know, and it would have to be like porn star, gorgeous women too in there, just kind of like. Okay, you know, like the kind of guy, the kind of girls that as soon as you throw them in a room, their head explodes. Because <laughs> nothing's like just I'm walking out. You get your, your challenge is get a phone number from these girls. Go. Um, um, girls. As soon as, as soon as one of the girls would walk over to try to like put their hand on their shoulder, you know, you'd be just be like, oh, 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 and just fall asleep right there on the floor. <laughs> We had to call off the car- we had to call off the challenge because they all fell asleep, <laughs> and one's in the corner sucking his thumb. <laughs> we think it's his thumb. <laughs> I think he wet his pants, and not in the good way either. <laughs> it's just or or another one too is okay, geeks. Your challenge is dodgeball. Go, not just but to yourselves. We have the head of the dodgeball league coming in to play against you <laughs> like all these jocks like nerds <laughs> it's a massacre out there oh my god, oh my god you give me nightmares <laughs> wait boom <laughs> it sailed oh. Oh. not in the face not in the face boom <laughs> You just see. I didn't bring my second pair of glasses. <laughs> He's dead already. Boom, 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 boom. I mean, get some real challenges in there. Something's going to really push these nerds to kind of like outside their comfort zone. You know, if you want it to be a real challenge. I mean, because the dodge would be perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Like, uh, and just have a booger and the other guy going, it's a massacre, folks. Oh, my God. Boom. Oh, Elena's out. Boom. Danielle's out. Oh, Virgil, oh my god, I get hit in the nuts. Boom, boom. Virgil's down. Virgil's down. Boom, boom. Okay, nerds, your challenge for the week is defend the Matrix. Go. Go. <laughs> no. Explain the sequels. <laughs> Go. Nerds, your challenge this week, explain the logic of Back to the Future 1, 2, and 3. Go. (laughs) (laughs) You just start seeing them. No. (laughs) Okay, nerds, your challenge this week is to round off pi to a thousand numbers. (laughs) That was something they could do. Easy. Bang. No problem. I have that answer. Yeah. Okay, nerds, your challenge this week, obstacle course. Go. Go. <laughs> you have to climb the rope and gym. No! <laughs> and you have to wear those funky ass shorts, too. <laughs> Not sweatpants, just shorts. Eh, try to climb up the ladder. You guys working working on that rope? It's a five-foot rope. <laughs> a ten-foot rope. Eh, they're struggling. Like, 15 minutes later, they're only like a foot off the ground. <laughs> eh, they start swinging. Yeah. Hey, I'm too high. I'm too high. <laughs> Boom. Well, next week's show looks really promising. It's a cosplay competition. 
Oh, yeah. And George Takai is going to be a guest judge. Oh, my. Yes. <laughs> oh, my. Which is always great to see. And also, too, um, on future episodes, I see uh, Jason Mewes and Kevin Smith are going to be in an episode. Yes. Looks like they had some really good, nice, cool judges. But again, make the challenges a little more challenging. <laughs> like, oh, chess, come on. Really? I enjoyed it. I mean, I enjoyed watching them do it because it was enjoyable to watch the show. Yeah. But... Let's face it. You want those challenges to be like real challenges, something outside their comfort zone. Like well, that might be the last challenge. <laughs> the last pick challenge. Pick up a person. <laughs> yeah, obstacle course, or just recall it. You guys are going to be in a race. The first one across the field wins, but you're going to be chased by the San Diego Chargers. Chargers. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> It'd be like Jake, Jack, start the plane, start the plane, start the plane, Chuck, start, start the plane. <laughs> Just be nothing but nerds running across my football's getting chucked at them. Whoosh, 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 boom. Actually, that's a specific dodgeball sound. This is more like funk, funk, funk. Oh, my side. Go on without me. Just, just delete my browser history. <laughs> <laughs> Tell my mother I love her. <laughs> Hide my porn. <laughs> so again, you guys watch the show because it is funny. I mean, I, I'm we're poking fun at it, but I'm poking that fun at it because I love it dearly. Yes, because it's just so funny. We'll be watching it every week. Yeah, so tune in for Catfish and King of the Nerds updates. Uh, what was it? you said? You mentioned a third show. Well, the third show was last night's show. The following? The following. Oh, yeah. I, again, okay, it's kind of out of the nerd central or yes. geek central, but it's still I'd still consider it kind of geeky because it is TV movie related because it's got the great Kevin Bacon in it. Right, hometown guy. Hometown guy. Word of peace out, peace Bacon. <laughs> can you do six degrees of separation nope. Kevin Bacon? I know you can. Oh, like that. I've challenged you many a times and through. I challenge anybody to give me a name of an actor and I can link them to Kevin Bacon. <laughs> I, I have I even gave you some old ones in the past. I don't even remember them and you've linked them all. I can actually link myself to Kevin Bacon. You can? Yep. Oh. Okay, well I don't know if it counts. I'll let you count. I was actually on set when they filmed Rocky Five. Yeah. So that means me and Sylvester Stallone. All right. Now, Stallone was in a movie with, well, almost anybody at this point, <laughs> but at the time, it was a Sharon Stone. Okay. You know, in Assassins, or it was a specialist. Yeah. Well, Sharon Stone was actually in a movie called, with Kevin Bacon, um, <laughs> she's got a, uh, she's the one, or it was, uh, she's having a baby. Oh, okay. That's so, nice. there's my link. Ah. I'm probably sure I could do it in different ways, but, you know, with Sylvester yeah. Stone, especially now that he's been in Expendables with everybody. Right. You know, but that's my link to Kevin Bacon. Yo, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, he's, he basically plays a, it's kind of like a combination of uh, Silence of the Lambs, you know, or actually more like Manhunter, which right. was the Red Dragon, where uh, William Peterson's character gets Hannibal Lecter, but then needs Hannibal Lecter's advice. Well, again, Silence of the Lambs well, kind of right. thing. Yeah. But this twist is, you know, of course, it's a serial killer, and he kind of... I don't want to get too detailed into it, because it is kind of like, you got to watch it. It isn't one right. of those shows where we can kind of tell you what the episode was about, because... There's so many twists and turns. There's twists it. and turns, and I mean, I'm not going to get scared, but a couple times I was like, holy shit! <laughs> like, <laughs> like, jumping back in my seat going, wasn't expecting that. 
But it's, it's a really good show, and I, I mean, it's going definitely going to be a hit. And there's, i got to be honest, as far as Kevin Bacon's character is concerned, he's a flawed character, which is yes. good. But there's also, anybody who's a fan of 24, there was this, what I call a Jack Bauer moment. At the very, like, long story short, serial killer breaks out, kills a girl, who's like the one who got away kind of thing. Right. And then automatically, as soon as he sees Kevin Bacon, surrenders because he wants to get captured because he wants to write his next great novel kind of thing. Like, this is going to be like a masterpiece kind of thing. Right, because Kevin, Bacon, Kevin Baker's character wrote a novel based on the tracking this serial killer down. Right. So there was this, what I call the Jack Bauer moment where, like, the, the guy says something to Kevin Bacon. And Kevin, who's not on the FBI force anymore... Mm-hmm. You kind of kind of kicked off a kind of workman's comp. You find out he's got a bad ticker because the guy stabbed him in the heart when he was trying to rescue the girl at the very beginning. Right. You know, but he grabs him and breaks his fingers. <laughs> and I was like, just out of nowhere, Kevin Bacon snaps, grabs him, breaks the guy, breaks the killer's fingers. And I was like, that was a Jack Bauer movie. Because only only Keeper Sullivan could pull that off. Right. Like, but Kevin Bacon did a pretty damn good job Stop. of it. Right, yeah. But I definitely, definitely have to watch that show. Okay. Yeah, those were my those were our TV picks. Right, the bad segue, but the <laughs> it's our only segue. <laughs> the but only go ahead. Segue, right. Uh, while I was on the internet the other day, I uh, was on Facebook and I found this article was pretty interesting, and they list the top ten hot geeky girls. <sighs> All right. So you know, we thought we'd go over the list real quick and you know see if anybody recognizes some of these names. Um, you know, I think we recognized four <laughs> out of the names. If that, but go ahead. So, I... Um, I'm going to start with number 10 was uh, Jessica Chobot and uh, she was a reporter for G4 right. on the attack of the show cute girl yeah no problem she there's a, she be, she needs to be on that list okay number 9 was uh, Allison Hayslip again G4 or, girl right uh, actually some people might know now her know her now know her from the voice I don't know if she's still on it but she was kind of like their behind the scenes girl oh, right I don't know if she is because I don't really watch the voice this season so yeah. but when I first saw it I was like hey it's Allison Jersey girl yeah. She's a Jersey girl. Jersey girl, yeah. So I always kind of had a love for her. I mean, she's also now in the Nerdist. She's a, a reporter for them. She does uh, field reports for okay. them once in a while. Yeah, she's cute. Okay, yeah. she, could, she could be on the list. Number eight is Felicia Day. Oh, of course. You know, the internet sensation. Gotta be surprised she's not up higher. Um, I can understand why she's kind of eight. I mean, yeah, she's popular. She's a nerdy, geeky girl. But, it, you know, she's a definitely kind of a... You need a she's a kind of girl that has definitely has a taste. Yeah. Like, if you like redheads, she's going to be on uh, this week's episode of Supernatural. Oh. You know, for those okay. people who are fans of her, you know, fans of Supernatural. Supernatural right. She's going to play the same character she did last season? Uh, I think, yeah, I think so. I think she comes back, and but she's a LARPer, too. Oh, so okay. they actually go to, she brings uh, Dean and Sam LARPing with her for a reason, <laughs> for some reason. So that should be funny in itself. And what's a LARPer? A live action role player. Thank you. For those people at home who don't know, LARPing, live action role playing. Just trying to. Those are the guys who dress, that are dressed like in in wizard's clothes and throw bees bangs going, magic missile, magic missile, magic missile. (laughs) Basically, people you see in the Renaissance Fair, except outside the Renaissance Fair. Right. Go ahead. Okay. Number seven was Rachel Moore. Never heard of her. Never heard of her. Yep. She's an avid gamer, cosplayer, and action action figure collector. Yes. <laughs> All right. Never heard of her, but go ahead. Go okay. on. Number six is Haley Bright. Never heard of her. <laughs> She's a huge tech geek. Uh, sure, I'm sure she is. Award-winning video, online videos. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Number five is Kari Byron. Again, nope. Never heard of her. <laughs> 
She's one of the hosts of the Discovery show Mythbusters. Oh, Carrie. Carrie. Oh, okay. Now I know I her. I mispronounced the name. Sorry, folks. Carrie. Yeah, okay. Definitely on the list. Yeah, she is sometimes the only reason why I watch the show. Yeah, okay. Because she is just so adorable. <sighs> <laughs> Number four wait, is... Wait, wait, hold on oh, for a second. Oh, you need a moment. <sighs> Carrie. All right, go ahead. Okay. Number four is Amanda McKay. Nope, never heard of her. <laughs> She's a uh, graduate uh, uh, with a degree in bachelor... You want to try that again? Yeah, I'll try that again. Take two. (laughs) She graduated college with a degree in broadcast journalism. You can find her real passion landed in video games, in the video game industry. So she's Lois Lane? She was on G4's Pulse. Okay. Nope. 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 Drawing a blank. This one, I don't know her, but I love the name. Because you'll well, you know when I say it, but it's one of those names. It's like, I had to read it like three times. I'm like, really? (laughs) Cora Flynn. Cora Flynn. I never heard of her, but she bought the names from Tron Legacy. Oh, okay. Right, Sam right. Flynn. Okay, see so now I again, woo, it just dropped his his geek card. That's right. <laughs> it was like boom, <laughs> geek, <laughs> suck it. <laughs> uh, I just went. That's oh, that's Olivia Wilde's character. Yes. See, yeah. See, as, as if, I don't care who Olivia is playing. I always forget their names. I just go. Oh, those eyes. Oh. Wait, wait, hold on for a second. Olivia Wilde. All right, good. Okay. Well, she's a uh, up-and-coming amateur prop maker, cosplayer, and model. So she's nobody right now. Right. All right, good. Okay, number two is Olivia Munn. Hello. <laughs> okay, I know Olivia. Boy, do I know Olivia. Yeah. Her and I spent a night. No, just kidding. <laughs> 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 She's calls me her little geekster. No, so Olivia, basically, and for those people who don't know, it was huge in G4's Attack of the Show, but then um, left the show kind of to kind of get her own little acting career going. She's had like little cameos in Iron Man Two, Date Night. Mm-hmm. You know, she also was on a couple of sh- a show a show called Perfect Couples, right? And then she was a correspondent for the Daily Show, right? And Stewart. then now she's she was just in a movie as one of the major characters, I think, Friends with Kids or something like that. Like, or you know, it's just like a, a new movie that just came out and released on DVD. Okay. Uh, she actually right now is is on the new girl, you know, as a reoccurring character. As, oh, okay. As one of the girlfriends of of I always forget the lead guy's name. Oh, okay. So and you know, but I think with her like. I, I always loved her. Always loved her. She definitely is deserving to be on that list. But okay. As number two, eh, I think she'd be number one. But all right, who's number one? Number one is Lisa Foles. Okay. See now again, don't know her. How she, is she? She originally appeared in a Nickelodeon show, All That. Okay. Well, I never saw that show, but all right. She loves to play video games and is a complete geek. And how is she more popular than Olivia Munn? Well, she has a job now as a columnist as a web video host at Kotaku. <laughs> Whatever. Right, exactly. So basically, the only reason why she's got the number one spot is because she has got a geek job and she's cute. Yes. Versus Olivia Munns, who's made her career out of being the number one geek icon. Right. And be able to spin that off into her own acting career. Right. That takes present, a geek job takes present over being Olivia Munn. No. I'm, I'm sorry. But <laughs> the one name, and this is the reason why I'm pissed off at this list, because... Olivia Munn, in my opinion, should have been number one. Number one. Yeah. Number two is a person who's not even on that list, who damn well deserves it, is Morgan Webb. Yep. You know, the host of X-Play for 10 years. Yeah. 
You know, well, at least seven. I remember because I've watched it since '05. So for seven years, she's been the number one gaming girl of all time. Yeah, she admits it. She plays it. She's she'll tell you right now that she's probably playing World of Warcraft at right. this moment right now because she technically has no job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because they can't because they killed off X Play and the whole G Four network. And of course, the one of the original G Four uh, hosts, uh, Sarah Lane, she didn't make the list either. Yeah, okay, but I gotta be honest. What has she done lately? Well, she's on another show, but it's a local show in San Diego. That could be one of the reasons. Like, I never watched, I never watched Attack of the Show. She was the host before Olivia. Yeah. So I kind of jumped on like the first year of Olivia. Okay, I was before Olivia, so I, I know her from that. You know, you know. And then there's a. Let me put it this way: I'm such a fan of Olivia Munn that I actually went and bought her biography. Really? Yes, because it's a funny ass book. She's funny. She's cute. She's kind of like borderline dream girl for me because she's, you know, she's funny. She's witty. You know, she's pretty. There's something about her that makes me go, I, she's the kind of girl I'd like to marry. Okay. If there was a a type for me (laughs) besides breathing, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, she's got the dark hair. I don't know if she's I've always, yeah. No, she doesn't have blue eyes. She's got brown eyes. But I, she's I, got goo-goo boots. I know that. So. Yeah. She, <laughs> and she looks great in a French made outfit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're out there, Olivia Mine, Sean's out there for you. I'm available. And in fact, even if I wasn't available, I'm available. <laughs> he, he'll, make some, he'll make some plays. <laughs> yeah. I want to make a play. I'll just be like, um, yeah, I know. This is the love of my life. I love her dearly. But you gots to go. Olivia's calling me. <laughs> But I'm the mother of your three child. Child support. <laughs> Olivia's calling me. Ms. Munn has my name written all over. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, again, I, that list was to me like, eh. yeah. Now, I, I did want to bring up something is that I brought up shirts earlier right. with my, my Dark Knight, Dark Knight, Black Knight t-shirt. <laughs> um, the reason why I bring it up is because I actually came across a site called shirtpunch.com. Sure. Okay. And the reason why I'm bringing it up is a couple weeks ago, uh, anybody who knows me or has listened to earlier versions of the show knows that I'm a big Kevin Smith fan. Yes. You know, he's the main reason why we're doing this show. Oh, yeah. Is because he kind of said, just go out and do it. Right. He you inspired know. us to do this. Yes. So I'm always going to give props. I'm always going to support anything he does, whether he thinks it's a shitty movie or not. Right. You know, well, he has this um, podcast. Well, obviously, he's got a bunch of podcasts. He's got mm. Smodcast. He's got... Um, Babylon with Ralph Garman, Jason, Jane Silent Bob Get Old. You know, he does a, a he basically, just look up Kevin Smith. He's got a bunch of podcasts. Right. One of the podcasts that I'm, a, 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 besides being a, a listener to all of them, is, is the Fat Man on Batman podcast, which if you're a fan of Batman, basically the show for you because it's Kevin Smith talking to people who, who love Batman. Right. It's basically been Paul Dini has been kind of like on the show a lot more than most people talking about the animated series. He just recently had Scott Snyder on to talk about the recent issues of Batman. I mean, it's, it's really Batman central. The, my favorite ones, he had actually Mark Hamill on the second and third episodes where he talked about being the Joker and that kind okay. of stuff. It's basically sitting down with an interview, like how'd you get started in the business and how did it lead you to Batman and how do you feel about being Batman? You know, that's right. kind of thing. Well, the reason why I bring that up is that I'm on Facebook, my Facebook page, I had a message from Kevin, you know, cause he's, I'm a fan. So anything right. he posts is that this, this place out in Canada called Shirt Punch, they designed a shirt. It's kind of like the 60s logo Batman, except it's got Kevin's head on it and it says Fat Man mm-hmm. to promote the show Fat Man on Batman. Shirt was $10. Right. And that the proceeds to the, you buy the shirt, it goes right to Kevin's um, charity, Wayne, the Wayne Foundation. 
okay. And the Wayne Foundation basically is a foundation brought up of to help basically child slavery or child, you know, tr- you know, child laborers work, okay. abducted children, uh, abused children, you know, basically anything kid central. Right. This fund's made for. And I'm like, okay, well, ten bucks, you know, no big deal. I know one's going to a charity, so you know, I get a little bit of good karma. Right. It's a nice shirt, granted, being you know. But what I think I like about it too is that it actually comes in sizes. For bigger guys, right? I don't know how many people out there are big people. Like you know, like if you're a, if you're a heavy set woman, there's tons of shops for you, right? You know, there's there seems to be like a plethora of available places that a woman can shop for clothes if you're of a large build, right? Guys, not so much. Mm-hmm. You got the big and tall store, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, you know, <clears throat> when it comes to jeans, t-shirts, anything like that, especially anything geek central. I mean, I remember at one point going into the casual male big and tall stores. And if I wasn't a pimp, you know, there was shirts that just weren't my style. Like, right. I'm not a button-down shirt guy. I'm not a shirt and tie guy. So I'm not looking for those T-shirts. And I've never been, like, the, the, the logos they had. If you, if you ever had a shirt that was a big dog shirt, right? you knew that it was a fat guy's shirt. You know? Because <laughs> those are the only guys who wore it. Yeah. So finding shirts for me that are my style is hard to do. And, of course... Years ago, I came across uh, Jinx.com. Yes. Which is Will Wheaton's, you know, Wesley Crusher's Will Wheaton. It's his company. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know it was his. I like his shirts. I like I, the shirts. I yeah, have had me, a few. You see me wear them, too. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it was, it's one of the only places that I found online that has, like, geek central clothing. As far as, like, is, you know, like this dark Black Knight t-shirt. I've got, you know, a bunch of other t-shirts from them. And I've been shopping there. But this shirt punch had shirts my size, too. So I figured, you know what? I'll get the Fat Man t-shirt, you know, to support the cause, support right. Kevin. And it's 10 bucks. I just got the shirt today and put it on. The shirt feels good. You know, looks good. But since then, I've kind of, like, been... They've had a couple of Kevin Central, you know, themed for shirts. But the reason why I bring this up is... Is because what's cool about the site for me is that the shirt they only they only have two shirts for ten dollars. Like you know, uh, two shirts they say, I'm not really giving it. Let me start over here. Okay. <laughs> they take an artist, right? The person you could design a T-shirt, give it to them, and they'll put it on sale for ten dollars. And but the shirt's only available for twenty four hours. Oh. Once that once twenty four hours is up, shirts never being made again. Wow. So if you want something original. Like, I'm, what I hate is buying a shirt and then seeing, like, 20 other people wearing it. Yeah. It doesn't make me feel like an individual. Mm-hmm. This site, shirtpunch.com, basically gives you that ability to have an individual shirt. Because, like, I know my Fat Man, my fat man t-shirt, number one, people probably aren't going to recognize. Right. And I like that because it generates something going, well, what's that? Right. Second, unless somebody else is a fan and ordered through that site, I'm the only one that's ever going to have that shirt. Yeah. And, you know, like, just recently I, I purchased a supernatural t-shirt a doctor who t-shirt which you know which were designed by average people or an artist right it was on sale for 24 hours and after that poof gone you know and then just recently today i ordered two more there were uh kevin smith's babylon hollywood okay. central that'll be on that'll be well by the time you hear this it'll be done <laughs> you know? but my point is go to shirt if you want original t-shirts that's geek cultured and pop culture related, go to shirtpunch.com and for ten dollars, they're out in Canada, so it's wound up being with shipping and handling to Pennsylvania where I'm at. Right. It winds up being like almost fourteen dollars, where the average T-shirt in a store is like twenty twenty five dollars. Yeah, so you're saving a lot of money. You're saving you're saving a lot of money. Yeah, you're sure you have to wait like almost like a week to get it, a week to ten days, but it's kind of worth it for fifteen bucks. Right. Like the shirt I'm wearing right now, 
from Jinx, it cost me like 20 bucks, especially of usually like 22 or 23 dollars. Because he, being a big guy, they have to charge you for more material, so, right. you know, which always kind of like, all right, whatever. I, I'm always going to still buy from Jinx because I'm always looking to get new shirts from them. Right. But this was kind of like for ten dollars. I mean, basically today I blew forty dollars to get two new T-shirts in a size that are two that are cool. Right. Because after today, you're never going to see them again. Yeah. So you it's know? a one of a kind. Yeah, they're basically one of a kind. Yeah. So like, if I go to a comic book convention or if I go to a horror convention or just on the street, I don't. I'm being original, right, and that to me is like something I like. I enjoy. That's cool. You know, that so really cool. So I advise people go people who are of large build or even just like geek clothes and go to Jinx dot com, yeah, dot com and shirtpunch dot com because it's good. I mean, granted, I, and we're not really a show that plugs things, but yeah, but we'll, we'll definitely put up on our site. We'll put up on Facebook yeah. and and again, if you, if you out there can think of something you know that might be good for like. A place you buy something from, or stuff like that. You know, let's tr- let's start trading here. Yeah, you know, because we can all get we can all get along, people. There's <laughs> enough clothes out there for everybody. <laughs> so I think that's I think uh, you got anything else there? No, right? that's it. We're 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 good. Okay, <laughs> good for this good. week anyway. <laughs> yeah, tune in next week when we'll talk obviously about catfish, king of the nerds. Uh, you know, obviously go see the following. Yes. You know, and we'll see what kind of shenanigans we can bring up to you. I'm sure next we'll week. find something next week for you. Yeah, maybe. It'll probably be just like, hi, I'm Sean. Hi, I'm Ed. Yeah, watch Catfish. Watch King of the Nerds. Okay, good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, we will call it a night. And if you want to contact Sean, you can contact Sean at Sean at WordsWithGeeks.com. Or you can contact me, Ed, at WordsWithGeeks.com. Or you can go to our Facebook page, go to Geeksters and like us. And uh, post along. Please like us. We're desperate for friends. (laughs) Thanks and have a great week. Good night.